We all here? What's going on? Hi. Hello? Hello. Hello? Hi. Hello. You're listening to yet another episode of Hi Hello. Our third episode. Featuring Darren. And Jen. And his wife, Jen. And today is very exciting because we have our first guest. Uh, we're going to have a sound effect. We probably won't. Uh, okay. And this is our guest, Brandy. Hello, podcast world. <laughs> now, Brandy, you're a seasoned podcast guest. This is what, your second. 17th? <laughs> My second podcast episode that I've been uh, fortunate uh. enough to be part of. We sort of had a have a fourth guest today, tonight, which is a squeaky couch. Oh, I was I thought you were gonna tell us that Jen was pregnant. I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh oh. Um. So the first thing that we usually do is do a little reflection on our previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Feels like it was a long time ago. Brandy has yet to listen to any of our podcasts. That would only be only because that would have been not, good homework. Only because you've not actually sent me the link to them yet. So. Right. Right, right. It's on iTunes. It's not my negligence, it's yours. Yeah. I just want to clarify this. Fair enough. Well, um, had you listened to it, you'd have been part of an elite group of people who have actually listened to <laughs> you any of it. An elite group of Amorette and... Possibly Amorette's neighbor. Yeah. But I would <laughs> feel like less of a failure right now, so... <laughs> Well, uh, Jen, do you have any uh, comments on last So I actually listened episode? to the whole... I got through the whole thing. So the first podcast we had, I tried to listen to the whole thing, and I had to bail because it was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't um, very good. It was terrible. Um, the last one, I was in Mexico running on the treadmill overlooking the um, Cabo San Lucas Vista. It was lovely. And listened to the whole thing, and I like kind of enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was way better. Um, I thought I interrupted you less. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought I'm proud I was... of you for that. I'm proud. I'm proud. <laughs> Do you have any criticism? No crit, but it's your art, so you know, <clears throat> like you can't control the viewer's perspective as long as you've met your artistic intention. Then our our podcasts are. <laughs> uh, I you know what I uh, think we cut it off when it started to get boring at the right hmm. places. Is 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 the like yay factor and yeah i don't have any yeah i, I didn't love nays. some of the sound effects oh yeah we need to work on those right uh i didn't i i really didn't like my intro it sounded very um like i was doing it at gunpoint i, I don't remember okay this. anyway we'll get there yeah okay so first up on the list today is we have this lovely guest brandy and mm -hmm. yay and, uh, and we're going to talk about something with her. Okay, well, first of all, um, your way... I just need to, to clarify first that I have no idea what we're going to talk about, so I do <laughs> feel a little bit put on the spot. It's kind of like going to a test naked. Brandy, we don't know either. Okay, so <laughs> okay. just as give the, the listeners <laughs> some background. We didn't just grab Brandy off the street. Brandy and Jen have been good it friends. A, it was a kidnapping. Uh, yeah. Bag over the head in the back of a van, and here I am now. A lot of driving. <laughs> Where am I? Brandy joins us from the the thriving metropolis of Hong Kong, which is where 
Okay, what sound effect will we add there? No, I think you should. Gong, gong, gong. Okay, we're gonna sound really horribly racist and culturally insensitive, and that is not the case at all. We for all our listeners. Brandy and Darren and I all lived together in Hong Kong, not in the same house, but in the same city. At the same time, fairness next door, so that was mm-hmm. pretty close. Yeah. Oh yeah. Next door for a few years. Yeah. Not next door for some other ones. No. Brandy and I also uh, waitressed and bartended at the same sports parlor. I think a significant connection that we have is that we went on our first overseas adventure together. So we embarked on... Oh, like living overseas yeah. adventure. Yeah. Yeah. We went to our first job fair to get overseas jobs together. And so after that dis- kind of bonded us. Yeah. After discussing the possibility of doing it while waitressing yeah. at the sports bar. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys would have had no idea at that time that you both go on to become passionate and well-educated educators <laughs> you wanted to say seasoned but you were worried about aging us yeah. so yes we are well seasoned educators yeah awesome now stuff. jen do you have any stories from mexico that you've been saving for the podcast oh you know what mm-hmm. so i'm gonna just wrap this i mean it's gonna be quick yeah. went to uh-huh. mexico all-inclusive wedding my first all-inclusive ever felt like it was quantity over quality i don't mesh well with that because i I'm into quality over quantity. Uh, I feel like we discovered this this year that you and I are both minimalists at heart, or at least to a degree. Yeah. So, anyway, it's not a minimalist kind no. of place. Um, I'm less of a minimalist in that if they had a lot of quality alcohol there, I mm-hmm. would have <laughs> had all of it. And if they would have had quality food, I would have eaten, like I would have been become a glutton, you know? Um... Is that a, can you become a glutton? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. You would be gluttonous. Gluttonous. But yeah. can you become a glutton? We always have grammar issues on our podcast. I'm not the person to turn to for grammar. I think, you can, I think it can be a noun. Anyway, I would have eaten and drank everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't because it was shit alcohol and shit food, but uh, enjoyed the like quiet time by the pool There's in the saying, sun. There's that saying, buy cheap, buy twice. Yeah. But eat cheap. Vomit twice? Is I don't there? know. Like, I don't mm. think... Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. You know what? All in all, I was there for, like, three days to travel. Three there. It was enough. Can't really pretend that I've been to Mexico. You know, like, been to the south of the Baja. Yeah. <laughs> because, really, I saw a... Uh, the inside of a... Res- mm-hmm. Of a... Anyway, it sounds like... I feel like it was a much-needed relaxation trip for you. You've been full-on mommy mode yeah 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 it was good i felt um independent ish you Mm -hmm. can only feel so independent at an all-inclusive yeah i know and it's not your tip it's not the type of traveling that you typically like to do but relaxation is relaxation so that yeah that's my takeaway okay i mean there's probably more but i don't yeah okay well we have a guest so we don't want to we don't want to bore her yeah any of the um Jen cut me off because she thought I was reading I thought he was reading notes yeah when in fact I have a couple of words just to spark a memory but I think that brings 
up a good point about the artistry of having a part podcast. Part podcast. Podcast. Uh, we call it a podcast. Podcast. <laughs> um, is that the art of conversation? You think is that's quite what difficult. they call it in Ireland? Um, I think that's what they would call it. To be sure. To be sure. I'm not a podcast. Oh, I do have a story from my trip. So, um, this thing happened. I've already told Brandy about it, but it's podcast worthy. Yeah. I was in the airport in Calgary, mm-hmm. like going through, um, customs or not customs. Immigration. Immigration. They x-ray, you know, when you x-ray your shit, I was going through where they x-ray your stuff on the conveyor belt. Well, that's, 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 um, security. security. Yeah. Um, and this guy whispers in my ear. Uh, there's no Canadian... What did he say? What did I tell you he said? So he was standing behind you. Yeah, he was standing behind and he goes... He's like, not a single Canadian working here. Like, not whispers, but like says that into my ear. And I was like, oh. And then I, I was like, pardon me? Like, excuse me? What did you say? And then I realized he was making a comment because most of the security people working there, like were either of like Middle Eastern descent or mm-hmm. wearing like hijabs or um you know, just didn't look like your 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 like more an Anglo Saxon. Anglo Saxon white So this one this person whatever for some reason identified you as a fellow over Yeah, I know, he yeah. did and he thought yeah. she's on the same page as me. <laughs> like she's gonna be just as racist as I am. And at first, I guess I was like, okay, because I was like, I just kind of was like being the polite Canadian in line <laughs> for security, like some guy whispers something random in my ear and you just kind of like smile and nod. And then I like, I think he was taking it back because I waited, I don't know how long it was, it felt like 10 minutes, it was probably like 30 seconds. And then I turned to him, I was like, excuse me? And then he kind of looked at me like, there was an odd, you know, like, like he was why are you saying excuse me? Yeah, and then I was like, that that was really rude and ignorant, and like I just sputtered off all these words, and then I and then I went into this whole like, these people are just as Canadian as you or I, and most of them were probably born here just as you or I were, and you know like, what makes you think that you're any better than them? I don't even know what I said, but and he he kept going, oh really, oh really, and just kind of like laughing about it. And then I just said, I can't believe how ignorant you are or something, and walked away. Okay, based on this guy's attire, do you have an idea of what he might do for a living? Farmer. And then I followed him later, like secretly followed him. He was going to Edmonton. And I was like, classic. Sorry. Sorry, all our listeners from Alberta, which are all of them. (laughs) But I was like... Both of them. Like, classic Albertan. I'm an Albertan, so like, not classic all Albertans, but like classic small town. What is it? Well, it, it, it's a shame because, you know, I'm, so Jen told me this story a couple of weeks ago, and I actually had well, a... Well, I told it to you like four days ago because I just got back four days ago. Okay, well... Okay. Anyway, time, it was in the past. Time goes so slowly <laughs> that it felt like it was a couple weeks ago, but... I had a conversation with my father about this this story last night and, you know, saying, you know, like my immediate reaction when you told me, it was like, um, Canada is all immigrants. Like, who who are you to say that? Because 
it's such an interesting thing, and I, I, I reflect on this a lot, like, growing up in Canada in the 90s, we were never Canadian. Like, I didn't know anyone who ever said, I'm Canadian. Everybody was, oh, I'm Italian, and I'm Ukrainian, I'm French, I'm whatever I am, because we embraced, and I remember being explicitly taught in school that Canada was a cultural mosaic. Yeah. And that was the difference between and us it's... and America, is that we were not a melting pot, but we were a mosaic of cultures. But I, I embraced it, and I was like, yeah, we are all, and I grew up as the Polish girl, and I always identified as being Polish, and it was, it was only Interesting, when... because you were, like, I mean, you were born... <laughs> I was born in Canada, like, yeah. like mm. Alberta. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, I was a small town, and and this was it. When I moved to Hong Kong, so Jen was working at a school in Hong Kong, and and got me an in, and I got a job there. Um, and on my first day, one of the other people that were coming into this was coming to the school was a woman from Poland, and um, Anya. Yeah, and I said to her, I was like, "Oh, I'm Polish too," and immediately felt ridiculous because do you guys have a secret handshake <laughs> they did I, I, I no. couldn't tell that you. is why she they felt to tell you the word KGB <laughs> might come and kill you you guys so, exchange progies this, this is classified information <laughs> um but I immediately felt ridiculous because I'm not Polish at all you know I mean yeah. I can swear can yeah. you give us a taste of a, a Polish yeah. swear yeah give us some so favorites. my grandmother would constantly say to us, Chayera, 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 That fucking time. And she tried to... Darian! It's not that bad, God. I thought you were saying it about her grandma. I was, I totally was. No. She'll come back and kick your ass from the grave. She tried to explain it to us once. I remember asking her. So she tried to explain it to me, and I remember her saying, she's like, well, it's kind of means I really want you to get a bad disease and die. She's like, but that's not actually what it's saying. She's like, the closest thing is kind of like to hell with you, but it's more associated with like a plague upon your family. And so Ooh. she explained it in quite a lot yeah. of detail. So we don't have elegant swears in English. Like all of our swears directly translate to poop or vagina have sex. or penis. Yeah. Or, yeah. They don't mean. Uh, yeah, why do they're not very disoriented? As, or why are they all associated with sex? I lived in Italy for a while, and like the big swear word there is "fafanculo." Mm-hmm. And what does means, that mean? I think it means "go fuck your mother in the ass" or something. So yeah, that's very specific. <laughs> I actually don't know a hundred percent what it you means. You know, even if you're off. Culo means it, ass. Yeah, it's like Kulo. something about fucking in the ass. I don't know. What were your Spanish swear words in Guatemala? Oh, puta is big and. And that means vagina. Whore. Sure, whore. that means vagina. Oh. Yeah, that means whore. Vieja puta has like old hooker or... So it was whore. Like, so again, it's like a whole like sexual. dirty woman, women. Like where is... Let's make a huevos. A huevos is like... A huevos oh. is like balls. Like testicles. Wait, so when you have huevos rancheros... You're eating somebody's testicles. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're having rancher's balls. It's, it's a delicacy. <laughs> We should make up some swear words that are male-oriented. Yeah, okay, Other well, we, let's, uh, let's not try to think of them now, but if they something comes up, okay, we'll uh, you dick. identify it. You dick. That is one that you exists. Dick? No, like, you're a dick. Mm. Hey, you're a dick. That guy's a dick. Yeah. That's like a same as... Yeah, you, you know. wouldn't call a woman a dick. I would have. 
I think. Yeah. You, Maybe it's you more dick. powerful. Anyway. Urban Dick. Now I wonder if we should have uh, proceeded that with. Now it's time for <laughs> your now everyone's favorite segment. Ready? Urban, Urban Dick. Brandy's leading us into Urban Dick tonight. It's, it's actually really quite difficult because a lot of these are coming up in there. They don't seem to be... No, don't tell our readers that. No, I don't know much about Urban Dictionary. I don't know if it's like Wikipedia where anybody can just add in a word. I think, I think. And put a definition to it. I think it's a wiki. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's... it's so find one that's like um, intriguing, like Wang, for instance. I think okay. Wang just came up. <laughs> There was a couple that, like, I, in all honesty... Italian penis. I see it on there. I want to know. Wait, that's the word? That's the word. Italian penis. Hmm. But for the, there's not a lot to it. Um, okay, Wang. <laughs> Wang. Take that, Italians. Okay, Wang. I'll go. Wang is um, a Chinese last name. Wow. Or okay. a penis. Yeah, slang for a penis. Yeah, Wang, penis, and Chinese surname. But... Oh. See, we were right. This doesn't have to be exciting. We didn't invite. We didn't invent. <laughs> and sure was it not. But apparently, it is also. Ooh. It's also an ancient brand of computer system. Wang Laboratories was a computer company founded in 1951. By Ann Wang. Ann Wang. Ann Wang. Ann Wang. Interesting. Anyway, so see, like, you might not like what comes up on Shuffle on Wikipedia. On, uh, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dick. Urban Dick. But, um, it's just, it's, that's the fun of it. Like, you know, I wanted to know what the Italian penis was. I saw that underneath Wang. Surely it's more than just a Italian man's penis. Maybe it's a sausage. But it, I think, I think the thing, at, you know, at our age, know. that is quite interesting with Urban Dick is, um... Urban Dick. Urban Dick. What we know and what we don't know. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm getting to that age. Oh, my God. There's some shit people yeah. say that I'm like, nope, don't what know it. No, there must about? be a version of, like, Urban Dictionary, I feel like it's a bit grittier than... Oh, that one, too. Okay. Uh, like, there must I be... I can whisper, too. <laughs> no. We're all having another beer. No, I wonder if there is an online dictionary that just tells you, hey, this is what the kids are saying these days. Mm. That is an Urban Dictionary. Do you think like, this exists? Is this out? Is Urban Dick outdated? Uh, I feel like it might be. But I guess it's, it's something you know. I I think the beauty of an idea of, and this is sort of what we lost with the internet, isn't it? Is the idea of it was, it was this sort of Cox. No, it okay. <laughs> it wasn't Cox. It is now, thanks to Tinder and Grinder. Um, but the idea of it was is it was like this sort of open sharing platform yeah it's open forum and so like wikipedia yeah. was this like you know we all contribute we like you know this sort of hive mindset thing yeah and so probably your dictionary was that hive mindset let's all contribute but i think i think in the the world of i'm a secondary school teacher and dealing with kids i remember being in high school and always wanting to buck the norm. We were in a time where it was... That should be on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> what the hell is I, was, I thought you were going to say that should be on her business card. <laughs> Bucking yes. the norm I since the uh, norm. 1978. <laughs> hey. Or whatever. Hey. hey. There's no need to age me here. Buck uh. the norm. 
It's time for Sommelier. This is where we review a wine. Or Whatever we happen to be drinking at the moment. Or a beer, or a cocktail, or a buck the norm. Okay, now we're all three of us are drinking a different beer from Phillips. Phillips is a Victoria microbrewery, from what I know. Mm-hmm. And they've got cool labels and names. I'm drinking Electric Unicorn White IPA. I'm drinking Phillips Hop Circle IPA. And I am drinking Phillips Shortwave. West Coast Pale Ale. Yeah, this is uh, this is an IPA mix pack that we got. Okay, so I'll go first. Mine has a hop flavor that's out of this world, hence the alien picture. Um, hop Circle IPA will probe your taste buds and abduct your senses. The gravitational pull of this IPA will have you searching for another close encounter of the thirst kind. Mm, Resistance is futile. Ooh, I'm gonna give this one out of our five stars, I'm gonna give it a five. That's a stronger one, isn't it? It's like a five or six Uh, 6.5%, but you know what? I'm gonna give it a five based on their description. No, I think this description might actually, okay. Description gets like a bigger percentage of my five stars and the taste is also like pretty good. I like IPAs and this is a decent one. Okay. Now it's somebody else's turn. Okay. So Electric Unicorn. Electric Unicorn is a hop infused white ale best enjoyed while riding a mystical mono horned laser beast racing through the galaxy to the sonic backdrop of screaming metal guitars. I feel like that's an accurate description of that beer. Yeah, so it's a, it's like a wheat ale mixed with an IPA, and it tastes just... I'm, I'm very curious if you just pour an IPA in with a... Uh, what's it most? A whole garden? Mm-hmm. If it would taste the same? I actually don't like it. Really? Because you like both IPA and whole garden. And yeah. what's that other one in the blue bottle? 18... Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Blanc. Blanc. Yeah, I think I didn't like it because uh, it, it was too, too many It's things. kind of pulling you in different directions. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's not my first choice, but it's good. Five stars. Give it... Oh. I'll, I'll trade you because I'm a big fan. I, I must say, yeah, I like trade. riding the electric unicorn. <laughs> I'm not drinking it right now, but I had my first electric unicorn a couple days ago. And I'm I'm a fan. Mm. I I like the I like a, a I like a a wit beer and uh, it's I think is it wit beer wit. Well, I like an electric unicorn. <laughs> okay, like well, what are you? Uh, what is, wait, so. Darren needs to give us how many oh, out of five okay. stars, well, and then it's Brandy's turn. To I I, I interject. For my personal taste, I'm I'm going to give it three, just because I think I'd rather have a uh, just a straight up IPA. Okay. You're up, Brandy. I'm going, to, I'm going to start my review with just a sort of a reflection on um, um, context. <laughs> context in general? Because I think this beer is actually probably good, but it's not to my taste. So I'm going to... Mm. You don't even tell us what it was or the review. I'm the, going to, but I'm just going to say... She said she's going to preface this. Oh, sorry. I heard it. I heard a podcast many years ago speaking about a book that was written in the 1920s that... So you heard... Wait. 
Hey, was you book, invited... Was the book about a podcast? I, I hope that you will never have a guest again, because now you see what happens when you have a guest on your podcast. It was a, like a dystopic uh, future, and it was talking about the time when we stop trusting the experts and start trusting... The layman. I feel like that's what we were just talking about. And that's exactly what we're doing right, right now. And we are the layman, and we are giving our our very ill-informed perspectives. All we do, <laughs> so far, all and our sommeliers, if you've listened to any of our other podcasts. Well, because no, you haven't sent me the link. So we, I'm an uninformed. We read the label and then give it a, a star out of five based on our own personal preference. Yeah, now I'm wondering for so, future so episodes is, if we should good... come up with a better rating system. Yeah, I think, I think okay. in your future episodes you should let your guests know what they're supposed to do before. Hmm. Yeah, we'll take okay. that into consideration. I'm sorry that I have I have digressed from the norm on this. So I'm going to read now. I am having... Now, were Phillips. you intentionally not saying bucking the norm Can you there? just listen? I'm going to buck the daring right away. Oh, I don't not, think I'm like that. That is not sexual. <laughs> I just need to clarify that. Uh, I am having the Phillips shortwave, and it is... Oh, it doesn't even start like that. Scan through the static and discover the shortwave. This wireless beer transmitter features an uncensored malt body electrified with the bright citrus hops dialed in and balanced enjoy this frequency frequently okay i did need to say i don't have my glasses on that was really difficult to well read. i'm gonna say that wasn't their best writing you know like when well, i thought shortwave the best reading. um refer to surfing and then shortwave off. radio. Yeah. 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 Now we know. Now uh, you know. Now I wonder if they have an a staff writer or if they uh, outsource their. No, they do have a staff writer. They do. Yeah. How do you know? Because I saw them advertise for the job. You would have a creative team. This is this is a good beer. It's enjoyable. I mean, maybe that's why you can find them anywhere. Like they must have a onboard yeah. designer. Yeah, they and writer. they have like a huge they, design like. Um, like, they've invested in designers. Yeah, beer's good, but I mean, it's not any better than... No, but they've uh, invested in designers, yeah, and I think that's what's that's like... That's made a huge difference for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about, from a marketing perspective, and I can only just assume we've entered into a whole new realm of, of beer. Like, when we were growing up, you had your brand, and you stuck to it. Yeah. So I was a Pilsner... Yeah, I mean, great. we barely had... We didn't have a lot of choice. Like no, you had your uh, like bog standard. Yeah, Canadian Pilsner, Coconut, yeah. Coors, whatever. And, and I like, was I was like, oh, Pilsner, Pil. Yeah, yeah I was like this shit tastes slightly better than this shit. To uh, me. It doesn't taste any different. It was it was. Yeah, to bumped. me, a lot of those beers could have come from the same tap. But now beer is all different. That's why you need a sommelier. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's why you need us. Yeah, we we are here to help you navigate your beer. And why? Oh, that totally, that is a thing. We are here to help you navigate your beer. What credentials do you have for that, I wonder? Lots. So, we have a rant. This is rant or rave. I have a rave. I bought the Lush shampoo and conditioner in soap form, like bar soap form. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
I just have to say, it's freaking game changer, big time. Um, and now, how do you apply a bar of shampoo to your hair? Right. The, okay, first of all, the person in the store showed me, and this is like, the whole experience was uh, weird Was to this me. a male or female? Uh, I don't know. And um, I was with our daughter, and this man slash woman, I think they're called bi, no, um, what are they called? Um, it's either starts with an L-G-B-Q-T... LBGTQ binary. I think it was a. I think they're called like binary. I don't think that's a thing. Binary. Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, I'm not sure if this person was a boy or a girl, and I don't. And it definitely not trans. So it was like a binary person. And you know, like for all you know, they could have been full fledged. Yeah. One or the other. I know, and that's and why. And just happened like, to not look like either. Part of me was like, I kind of want to ask. But I then I was like, what if I offend this person by saying like, or you know, and he but you you would think he that she was not wearing you would look at yourself type. and be like, if you identify as one or the other specifically, you would make some okay, so, adjustments to. So anyway, I didn't. So this is the funny part. Right. So like, went to Lush, lovely salesperson. Um, they were very like attentive to my needs, like asked me all about what we wanted. What were your needs at that point? Uh, Maddie wanted a bath bomb, mm -hmm. and I wanted some shampoo and conditioner that didn't contain a bunch of shit that bogged up my hair. Because basically, like, I I get a lot of buildup I find in my hair, and I just want it to be smooth and lovely. So anyway, mm -hmm. this person asked me all these things like, "What have you done? What is this?" Yeah. Da da da. And I was like, well, the other day I washed my hair with straight baking soda and rinsed it with vinegar, and that was the best hair wash I've ever had. And he, she was like, awesome. This is what you need. Whatever. Now, can I interject here and mm -hmm. just say that this is not an ad for Lush? No, not at all. But I do love Lush because they are an amazing company. They don't do any testing on animals. They are great to the people that... Um, work for them. I'm not affiliated yeah. with them at and all. And go to lush.com and enter the coupon code. No, Hi, hello. no, no, no. Okay, don't do that. Don't do that. I, we are not affiliated. I just, I really think they're a great company. I wish I could afford to shop there more, but I can't. You dropped a... I dropped... Almost a hundy. On a few bath bombs and some shampoo and conditioner. Anyway, so I got the shampoo and conditioner... And we're not loaded. ...in bar form. Use the the guy slash girl just he was like you know he, he gestured to me just like rub it over your head a couple times. Wait, he, this person didn't even explain anything. They just gestured to it. Yeah, well he showed me, and uh, I'm supposed to get a hundred washes out of it. Anyway, I did it today. Was this person dressed as a mime? I was skeptical. My hair feels amazing. Um, so I'm like a total fan of this bar. But then when we got home. Maddie, Maddie, our daughter, wanted to use the bath bomb, and she was like, oh, the lady told me this, and I was like, I don't think it was a lady, I think it was a man, she's like, no, it was a lady, and then I was like, how do we address this? And hey, you know what, they, they pick, on, pick up on different details, so, you know, maybe she saw something that you didn't... Well, I wasn't sure at first, and then I, like, was like, well, I think it's more, I think I knew the, like, it was a man who is very feminine, but I guess I could have been wrong too, but I think it was actually a person who didn't ident who identified with both because it wasn't a trend. 
tranny. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. there was no trans. There wasn't obviously one. There was no trans person uh, involved. To be in no, but then I was like, what? How do you explain this to a three-year-old? I, I and like what's the best way? And... The Starbucks um, bar place. Yeah. Uh, there's someone that works there that is in mid transformation. Mm-hmm. You know the one. Yes, but that then I it's specific. I know that yeah. person is trans, but this person, I'm sure, was just kind of like. I Webby. think it's called binary. No, I don't have, well, maybe. Why don't we ask Brandy when she comes back? I, from the we washroom? talked about it earlier. Right, now, this is. No, I, like, I don't know if this is related. Uh, I, I'm always getting library books for Maddie f- from the library, obviously. Yeah. And the one we got is about a kid that likes to wear different costumes. And the story is just about her being dressed as a penguin, getting carried away by, with penguins or whatever. Yeah. And in the story, she just happens to have two dads. And I thought that was really cool that it wasn't like, it wasn't a children's book about having two dads. It just happened to be in this story. This kid had two dads and it wasn't like a big thing. Yeah. (laughs) I I wonder how long you've been speaking. I feel like it's been a very long time. uh, This was the round It's been an hour though. Yeah. Like what, we started at 1030? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, okay, this is our third episode of... Hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, you know, is it the best one? Definitely better than the first. Not necessarily better than the second. Hopefully worse than the fourth. Okay. All right. Uh, catch you next time to all our listeners. Bye. See you later. Bye.